0: All right, folks, you hit the download button on the Survivalist Podcast. And as always, folks, you can catch uh, all of our old episodes at survivalinfo.org. Again, that's survivalinfo.org. And if you go to the site, folks, you can see there's an Amazon link on there. If you click on that uh, before you go to Amazon, uh, whatever you buy does help support the show, does help keep... uh, Help support the work we do there, hosting and all that. Uh, you know, we're not looking to make a lot of money on it, but just looking to kind of cover the expense of hosting of both the site and SoundCloud, things like that. So, I would do appreciate that. Also, too, folks, if you click on our gear shop there, uh, you can see all the different stuff uh, on the website, top, top, you know, top hand corner. You click on gear shop, all the review stuff I do, that's all stuff I've tried and have actually uh, tested. And all that stuff I know actually works, and that's of course all at our website, survivalinfo.org. Anything you guys do on Amazon's, no cost to you. It uh, just helps give us, uh, kind of gives us a little commission, and uh, kind of helps us. No, no, it's a no cost way for you uh, to help to support the show. So we appreciate that. And that's our site, survivalinfo.org. You can also catch all the old shows there, our blog, all of that. So folks, a, a lot. I'm not going to, like I said, I don't really, I'm trying to talk about the politics too much because I know we're all kind of sick of it. Uh, we have like 24-hour news coverage of uh, what's going on, folks. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to get tremendously into it because it's kind of getting a little bit out of hand. Uh, but, you know, folks, you're going to see as this all continues to go on, uh, it's all, this is all political jockeying. Uh, it's all just, it, it's unbelievable. Uh, it's all for, you know... TV, it's all about the, the election coming up next year. Uh, it's all that uh, same similar thing happened uh, during the Clinton administration. They tried to smear campaign with Clinton during the election uh, when he was going up against George Bush Sr., uh, that obviously didn't work out. Uh, then they tried to get him on the Monica Lewinsky thing. Uh, you know, it, it, it was it's the same situation, folks. Uh, we had had, you know, you, know, you had George Bush senior for one term you had had the uh you know the reagan administration so you had you know 10 you know what the 10 15 years of uh i think before that i forget who you had before that at me right now but you know you had all this you know like taking you know, at least 10 years 12 years of of the republicans running things and, and then when clinton got in uh you know two of made george bush only one term president that upset a lot of people and you know, of course, you know, they they try to get they tried smear campaigns during Clinton's uh, presidential run. Uh, they tried all that to try to get him out. Then they tried the Monica Lewinsky thing. Uh, there was just so much that uh, that went on during that whole administration. And now they're trying the same thing, of course, with President, uh, of course, Donald Trump. And you know, like I said, I'm not sure what the situation is going to be. Uh, I, I personally I don't think he's gonna get tr- impeached or if he does it's not gonna lead to anything just like Clinton's thing didn't lead to anything but uh, I could be wrong by the way folks I have no idea but a lot of it is just trying to really a smear campaign uh, you know because of the elections and all that coming up that's, I know that's what a lot of it is uh, anything you really see with this stuff uh, we talked about Facebook the other day on the show you know a, a lot of it is just getting, you know trying to smear the other party for the campaign it, it it has nothing to do with us it's nothing you know it, it has to do with you know the campaign and it's not, you know unfortunately we have no say in any of this it just goes just goes on and of course while they're doing all this nothing else is getting done in in washington which is of course not great for us as americans so uh it's just a real mess right now over in washington it's going to be for quite some time i believe uh, at least till the election comes up and at least, and I hate to say it's going to drag on that long, but I mean, even if this thing happens, I think he has a right to appeal it and then that'll drag it out longer. It's just, it's just going to be a mess, folks, uh, for at least the next, at least the next, I think the next, probably the next year, I'm thinking anyway, at least till after the election anyway. Uh, it's just going to be this one big mess. So we'll have to wait and see uh, what happens with that. Uh, fortunately, all this stuff's kind of monopolizing the news. A couple of new things I wanted to point out. Uh, Apple, who has always freely been known for the security, I, I talk about Apple quite a bit on here because, um, like I said, I am in the technology field, and, you know, Apple has is, is really built their iPhone on security. And uh, recently in the new, and I, it was in, I know it got picked out on, uh, on iOS, and I'm sure it does it on Android as well, but uh, apparently a, a Facebook got caught with their hands in the cookie jar a little bit. Uh, apparently, when you scroll through your Facebook feed, not your Instagram feed, but your Facebook feed, uh, your camera would turn on, and Facebook could see what you were doing while you were scrolling through your feed, uh, but only when you were scrolling through your, your feed. So, uh, you know, Facebook, and we talked about Facebook and privacy and security and all that, and uh, just another way that uh, kind of Facebook is kind of getting the other hand, uh, in the cookie jar, and, you know, they said it was an accident. How many times can you really say that? Uh, you know, it's a lot of things going on. I mean, talk, talk say something in front of your phone a couple times and then watch Amazon and watch uh, Facebook and watch our quick ads start popping up for those things. So, uh, you know, folks, just something to, to think about. And uh, that was in the news as well uh, this week. So I wanted to point that out as well. Uh, that was an interesting news. So if you have a phone, I believe Facebook's fixing it. There's an update coming out for it. Um, if, you, if you're uncomfortable, obviously, you can delete the app. Uh, I use WhatsApp personally, Uh, I I like the security of WhatsApp, Uh, all that stuff is WhatsApp's encrypted, I use iMessage, that's all encrypted and safe, Uh, Skype, not as safe, but the stuff I talk to Skype about, I'm not really too worried about it, but anything important I talk to anybody about, financials, banking, I do it through either WhatsApp or iMessage, because it's uh, all encrypted, so that's something to think about, Signal's another one that does encrypted messaging, Uh, all that kind of stuff you want to make sure you're very careful with uh any sensitive data so uh just something else uh, google especially uh, you know android phones are always kind of i've always been prone to hacks and all that kind of so i i'm very cautious about those kind of things as well so uh just something to about i'm not gonna name it as an iPhone, android iphone whatever iphone's are expensive uh, sometimes people go with the you know the more the more reasonable choice has been android but i uh, just want to think about your how safe you know what you're putting on there um you know, think about your security as well. Also, two folks, one thing I'd like to point out too, uh, somebody just, we had talked about uh, Apple Pay and all that kind of stuff the other day and Google Pay. Now, Facebook has a Pay now. Uh, you know, obviously Google's had one. Facebook just has a Facebook Pay now. Uh, Google's possibly opening up their own bank now. There's, there's all these things. So you want to be careful too. And, and, and like I said, I Apple has a trust, I think, a little more than Google and Facebook does. But uh, do you really want Facebook... And Google knowing everything you're paying, what you're paying. So there's things to watch out for with this. Um, you know, so when you're using your smartphone to make payments, just you gotta think about the next step and how valuable is that information that you're you know, that you're that you're giving up. You know, you you know, okay, they know you went through, you know, two burgers and fries, you know, McDonald's, now so you're gonna constantly get hit with McDonald's ads. I mean, it's stuff you gotta think about. I mean, building metrics is a big industry right now in the technology industry business. And, uh, and and Apple may be not using it, maybe selling it, like Facebook and them do. But uh, they are saving those metrics. So uh, when you buy something, they know what you're buying, what you're paying for it, uh, what you they know kind of they can figure out using metrics what to see what you can afford, what can't you afford, and can build their pricing models and some of that on it um, as well. And that goes for Facebook, Google, all that stuff. So uh, just stuff to an Apple as well. Just uh, you know something to think in mind. Uh, you know, when you, when you, when you use these services, and I mean, it goes the same thing goes for your bank, too. They know what you're buying, when you're buying, how you're buying. Anytime you swipe your card, they know. Your credit card knows what you're using. Uh, You know, all that stuff. And, 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 you know, it's something to think about. You know, when you pay cash, nobody has any idea. But, you know, they're trying to phase cash out. You know, we're getting rid of cash for convenience. And uh, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because that's something to really think about when you're talking about prepping. Uh, I know recently, when we had a, a couple years ago, we had a hurricane up here. Uh, the biggest problem is nobody could gas because all the credit card machines were down. Uh, the only way they could get gas was be the cash. Now, obviously, I had some cash on me, so I was good. Um, and I, I, I'm guilty of this too. I use the card a lot as well. Uh, but you know, you get to really think about that. You probably should have at least some cash hidden away in your go bag or, or someplace. Where you could save, where it's safe, and you can get to it if, in the event that you can't use your credit card, at least you have a couple hundred dollars in cash with you. Um, you know, maybe that won't be able to use it for bartering when the end of the world comes, but uh, a disaster situation like a storm or something like that, uh, you, the for people's credit card machines down, you could at least buy, um, you know, what you need to run the household, the gas and stuff like that. So, uh, just something to think about, something to put in your go bag, and uh, just things like I said, things to think about when it comes to security and your privacy. Um, all that. Uh, recently, I know my wife's Android phone. Uh, she was taking a picture of my daughter's report card to send it to the rest of our family. Uh, they don't live locally here in the mountains. Uh, they live really more towards the city. So we had we send them, and you know, my wife went to take a picture with with her her Android phone, and uh, all she had to do was literally hover over the the photo, and literally within like you know two seconds, she didn't even take the picture. Uh, the phone had recognized. She didn't even take the picture. She just hovered over it with the phone, you know, lining it up for her to take a photo. And uh, it pulled up the address right on Google Maps. And she hadn't even taken the photo yet. So, again, just stuff for you to think about. Just stuff for you to be leery about when you're making decisions on purchasing things and and all that kind of stuff. You just got to watch out, you know. You know, Bill's saying Big Brother's always watching. Uh, And sometimes he uh, really, truly is. So, uh, just something to think about as well. And, uh, and metrics aren't always a bad thing. But I like to point out, folks, metrics aren't always a bad thing, too. Um, you know, on our podcast, you know, we're, we're not really in the business of, of metrics. Um, you know, we, we have a pretty nice audience, but we don't have, you know, we're not in the business of selling ads, really. But uh, something to, to think about as well, folks, is uh, especially like, like TV, TV has been doing this, uh, you know, podcast, do this. Tell, you know, they, they want to know where their viewers are coming from, what their age is and all that. And it's not always a bad thing. It's you know, it's so you know, they can target the right ads. Uh, podcasting it really sometimes you want to know where your coming from, so you make sure the show. You know, for our example, because uh, we, we use SoundCloud for our hosting, it shows us where most of our downloads come from, and uh, it's just a way of us making sure. Okay, let's make sure the show. You know, you know one week we see, hey, why didn't we get? A, why did everybody you know not download it on this platform? Oh, for some reason they're having an issue with our feed. Um, so metrics aren't necessarily a bad thing. Uh, sometimes metrics can be a good thing. Uh, but it all depends on how you use them, just like anything else. Um, Pirate Bay, which is a notorious download site, uh, the technology called uh, BitTorrent uh, really has been around for years. People used it and stuff of that for years to transfer files and data. Uh, they just happen to use it as a way to get their, their stuff out, uh, you know, their illegal downloads out of so that. And, uh, you know, obviously, if people, you know, equate torrents with bad things, but and you could use torrents uh, to send files and stuff uh, all over the world quickly uh, because it's just the way the internet works. So torrents are not necessarily a bad thing, but unfortunately bad things are just equated with them because people take good technology and use it for bad things. So uh, metrics are the same way. Metrics necessarily aren't a bad thing. Uh, we use them here sometimes to gauge where things are being downloaded so we can make sure that we get the show there and make sure kind of get the show to the people that really want it so metrics aren't necessarily a bad thing but it's just something that you have to be careful of uh, and it really is a big business uh, in the technology industry uh, in this day and age so uh, just something to think about there uh, a couple of things I want to talk about folks uh, when it comes to uh, terms of prepping um, I-, I was talking uh, I was actually talking to a friend of mine uh, we're kind of fishing season and, and bow season obviously you're in full swing now rifle season here will be opening in Pennsylvania uh, right after, right, uh, right after Thanksgiving, uh, not even two weeks away. But the one of the things we were talking about was uh, fishing, and, and ice fishing season will be coming up here soon. Uh, up here, we, we you know the lakes haven't really frozen over yet. We're going to have to wait a wait another. I mean, it really hasn't been cold enough for the lakes to freeze over. We need that's usually like a February, January, February thing. Uh, you really got to wait till the, the bitter cold comes uh, sometimes in December if we have a lot of cold days We can do that, but uh, I'm not sure that's gonna happen uh, this year, but it's been a little bit on the warmer side, but uh, Generally you get to wait for the lakes to freeze over here And then you get a couple of couple of good packed inches. You need at least you know, four or five six good inches of ice and uh, I, At least I do anyway. I like the, the lake to be pretty pretty frozen over before I go ice fishing Um, And I will stay to the outers. I don't usually stay going to the inners at all. Uh, Around the outer edges of the lake are always a lot more frozen than the inners of the lake. So uh, I like to stay around the outer rim. It's completely up to you guys what you want to do. But I think I slipped my coffee. Um, But generally I recommend everybody try to stay along the outer side. This way if you fall in, it's not that deep, you can get out. Uh, Going ice fishing in the deep sides uh, sometimes can be, you know, a little brutal. Uh, just see, like we talk about some of the people that are, you, you know, some guys die because what happens is they are in the sh- they go these ice fishing in these shanties. And then the ice gets thin and then the, the shanty falls through and now they're trapped inside the, you know, trapped inside these things. So uh, that's why the reason why I don't really do ice fishing in the shanty uh, or anything like that. I, I'll go out in the lake and I'll do it I'll, I mean, you know, I'm not one, I'm not above sticking maybe a tent up um, or something like that, but I, I don't do shanty ice fishing. I don't do any of that that guy i'm not a really big ice fisherman to begin with but uh you know it's you know it really depends on i'm not really a big i really don't i've been ice fishing a handful of times in my life Uh, i'm more really i just like regular fishing in the spring and the summer and stuff like that and you know but uh i'll wait for trout to open up some of that but uh something so just some you know things to point out but uh obviously safety obviously it was a big thing we talked about ice fishing and some of that but uh that'll be opening up here soon rifle obviously will be uh before that and then obviously of course after that we'll go into uh you know after we have rifle season then we go back into bow but uh by the time you go you go out for go out for bow during the second half of the year uh second half of the year bow things deer usually picked pretty pretty well out but uh you can go in but i, that I do want to talk about but when you're talking about fishing a lot of people don't realize this, folks. Uh, generally, when you watch any of those survival shows, uh, especially when you start walk, talking about, um, you know, na- uh, for instance, like Naked and Afraid, any of those shows, generally the people that are in the woods uh, generally don't make it to the end. Uh, but you do have um, generally people that get dumped on lake or uh, by lakes, or get dumped by oceans, or stuff like that. Uh, generally survive and that's because they're able to fish um, you know one of the things I like to point out is anytime you're, you're fishing whether you're using uh, traps to fish uh, yes there are, there are traps for fishing a lot of people don't know that you can actually do tra- uh, fish trapping uh, you know that's a popular thing as well uh, or you can actually do you know regular fishing with a rod and reel which is what I like to do but um, you know that's going to be a, a big thing uh, being by a body of water uh, when you're dealing in a situation like a survival situation, uh, especially like I said, if you watching those Naked and Afraid shows, you'll see it. Generally, if they're by a body of water where they can fish, they survive. Uh, if they're not, they usually don't make it. And it's probably maybe 7 out of 10 times the people that are by the water make it, and the rest of the time, uh, you know, and it's far maybe 3 out of 10 make it that are not by the water. So uh, it's just something to, something to think about, something to point out. Uh, one of the things that you do is when you're when you're fishing, uh myself, and obviously if you're fishing for survival, it's a little bit different, but uh if you're gonna go out fishing, uh myself being somebody who goes out quite a bit, I'm not a great fisherman. I'm not gonna lie about that, uh, but I know enough. And uh, I know they sell these calendars um at the hardware store. I'm sure you can find it on I'm sure, I, tell, I know it's on AccuWeather, uh it's on some other things, but they actually can tell you uh what days are the best to go fishing when you have your, your best uh, chance of of, 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 you know, getting a good catch. Uh, there there's actually a chart for it. Uh, like I said, you can find that AccuWeather. Uh, like I said, I know our local hardware store here hands them out, uh, to people. If you want a calendar, I hand you a calendar. It gives you the best days to fish and all that kind of stuff. Um, like I said, I'm not a great fisherman, so I try to give myself the best chance I can. Um, I'll look at the calendar and see what days are best to go fishing. And if I can swing those days, I'll go. Um, you know, if I, and if I do go out on the days that aren't great fishing days, um, you know, I'll just make the best, I'll just make the best I can out of it, but, uh, I try to go out if I can on the days that are the best, so I have the best chance, I'm not exactly sure, if I, go, I don't know if it goes by the moon phases, or how it works, I really don't know all of it, again, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not extremely, um, you know, very, I'm not extremely talented with this, with fishing, um, I do love it, I do go out as much as I can, I know the basics of Of how when to try to get the best fishing and all that kind of stuff out done, Um, I know what to do and stuff. But I I don't know exactly how the whole calendar thing works. But I know there are certain days that are better, certain months that are better. Um, And there's a calendar, like I said, you can get it on AccuWeather. I know it's on there. Um, And like I said, there are calendars uh, that you can buy at the store for a couple dollars, uh, as well. If you wanted to take a look and see what's going on, Uh, like I said, certain days are better than than others. You just have to know what to kind of know what to look for so uh, i wanted to point that out um you know as as well so that's that's some important information uh to talk about and uh, look for those calendars that actually is really important like i said you got one for like two three dollars um they're not they're not very expensive so uh that's something you could try to do like i said if you're if you're trying to get better at your fishing uh that's what i would do um some other things as well folks if you're it gives you the best chance of going out uh, other thing too is your bait. Uh, I recommend. I know some people use flies of like that, and they have good good luck with it. Um, I've always been a live bait kind of guy. Um, I'm like a worm, night crawler, uh, stuff of like that. Uh, if I'm searching, if I'm doing stuff, I'll ch- if I'm out in salt water. I'll chum, uh, but you know, I'll uh, I'll even use some minnows of like that. Um, you can even use. I've heard. I use if I'm just. Let me tell you the truth. If I'm just gonna run. If I'm just gonna say to my wife, hey, I'm gonna go out for a little while um, to go fishing, I'll just, you know, and I don't have a lot of time, know, um, I'll use the, you know, the flies just to get out if I'm not really caring. Uh, if I'm gonna go out fishing for the day, a lot of times I'll use uh, chopped chicken liver. Um, like I said, I'll use worms. I usually like to use the chopped chicken livers uh, only because I seem to catch the, uh, I usually do pretty good catching with that. Um, like I said, it's just something I've, I've used over the years. Uh, it gives me some extra weight on the hook, so I get the the weight the you know get the line out a little further. But uh, it's you know it's a lot of fun. And uh, like I said, John, I, I like to do that. Like I said, I'll you know I will use the chicken livers. Like I said, I like the I like the mealworms. I like the the regular worms. Uh, I really do like live. I'm more of a live bait kind of guy. I know some people are not live bait people. They'd rather use the flies. They would rather use like the rubber bait or the flies or uh, again, I'm, I'm a live bait kind of guy. I've had a lot of luck with live bait over the years. Like I said, I'm not a great fisherman, so I try to do the best I can. Um, also, two folks, uh, fish are fish are attracted to reflect the things and all that. Um, so you, you put you know reflectors and, and stuff like that on it. Uh, those help. Uh, like I said, you could just do a bobber. I'm one of the kind of guys that just throw the line out and uh, and wait for the uh, you know wait for the bobber to drop, uh, or I'll just throw it in just like that and wait till I get a tug on the line. Uh, you know, it really depends on what you want to do, uh, you know, and what you're trying to get. Uh, you know, when you fish on land, you don't always get uh, the best thing. If you do on in, in a lake, uh, if you're gonna go, gonna go fishing in a pond or a stream, uh, you're probably gonna have your best luck there. And time you have running water, uh, you can have a lot of fun with that. Like I said, there are season. Uh, like I said, you have bass season, trout season. If you go out during the seasons. Uh, sometimes you do better off than you do if you don't because obviously, because those lakes and those, especially if you have like places that like like lakes that are tourist attractions, they aren't generally going to stock them uh, probably during the seasons. So you might be better off going out and, and going out during the season because you had a better chance of catching stuff. I didn't say, okay, I'm going bash fishing today. And meanwhile, we'll bass season it was a month ago because the odds are chance you're probably picked out pretty good. You might still have some in there, but uh, so you're better off going out during the seasons and trying to. Uh, you know, if you're looking for stuff like stripers, stuff like that, you go going on the lake uh, or on or anything like that. You're going to catch your majority of those things around things like bo- around like you know, uh, you know, bobber. You know, with, with not so much bobbers, but you had the uh, the dinghies out and stuff like that, or the you know the buoys or all that kind of stuff that are out. You always catch them, uh, catch that kind of stuff around those around those kind of places. So something important to think about there. Uh, you know, I don't do a lot of saltwater fishing. I do a lot of freshwater fishing uh, only because that's what's available to me in the mountains here. Um, we're about a good maybe three to f- three hour trip, uh, three and a half hour trip to the ocean. So for me, I don't do a lot of saltwater fishing. Uh, with saltwater fishing, you're going to use metal line, you're going to do different reels and all that. Again, I don't do a lot of it. I have done it a couple times in the past, but again, I'm not an expert. Fisherman, I do know you don't need a license to fish in the ocean, so that's something else uh, you should think about as well. If you're going to go in a lake, pond, stream, generally you do need a fishing license. Uh, if you, you know, if you're going to be uh, going in the ocean, you don't need a fishing license. So uh, that's something to think about as well. Also, too, if you're going to talk about equipment, uh, if you're somebody that is going to go fishing. Uh, you know and you go regularly you probably better off buying your own rod and reels and all that if you're somebody that's going to uh you know somebody that's gonna go out you know once in a blue moon or somebody that, that's just going saltwater fishing for the first time uh you may want to go ahead and rent your pole uh, you may be better off uh, the saltwater poles that'll run you know hit you a hundred hundred and some odd dollars where you know you can get cheaply for you know whatever so uh, just, stuff. Just again, stuff to keep in mind, folks. Uh, if you're going to go out fishing, I love to go fishing. I go a lot of fishing. I'm actually due for a new pole, a new reel. Um, I just got my old pole was having some issues, so I got rid of it at the end of the season. I'll be getting another one, um, you know, right in my fishing season to go out. And, you know, I, I really like, you know, I, I'm a big fan of, again, I'm not a, I mean, rods, reels, poles cost you a fortune. Uh, to be honest with you, folks, I've caught just as many fish with a cheap rod as I have when I bought an expensive rod. I mean, i am being honest with you, a lot of, you know, I'll be honest with you, there's, there's a lot, you know, people tell you all the time, you know, this is that and the other thing, you know, this is the best reel, this is the best rod, to be honest with you folks, I've caught just as many fish with with a cheap rod as I have on an expensive rod, so, you know, just enjoy yourself and, you know, start out with something cheap, if you really like it, you know, stick with it, Uh, obviously you can always get better equipment, but, you know, fishing's a cheap thing to start, Um, all you need is a rod and some bait, you know it, it's not a really big expensive thing so you know go ahead do that have a good time and uh, you know it, it's not it's a cheap thing to do and and do it's also it's also something you really should learn how to do because uh, if you never fished before I know some people have not if you never fished before fish is going to be a big source of of food supply especially if you know ponds and streams and all that uh, always you know replenish where you know you know, sometimes, you know, you might not, you might not be, you know, it's going to be easier to fish than it is to get a deer when the end of the world comes. That's just the way it is, guys. Um, I, I don't know why it is. It just is. It's always going to be harder to hunt. I mean, if you're using a gun and a rifle, that's one thing. But uh, if you're going to go out there with a bow and arrow and all that, it's going to be easier to fish than it is to, you know, anything else. But, you know, it, it's one of those things, you know, where you really should learn how to do it and you really should do it. Uh, I love doing. It. Like I said, I've always been a big fan of fishing. I go a lot of fishing. I probably do more fishing than hunting, to be honest with you. And uh, you know, it's it's a tremendous amount of fun. I like I said, I really enjoy. it, It's relaxing. Uh, you get to sit around a lot of times. I, I, I and Dave, truth. I, I it always be the times. I mean, I, I do bring my music with me some of the times. I like listen to the radio sometimes when I, to sometimes I to fish, um, or like listen to podcasts or music or whatever. But uh, a lot of times I'll just sit there, no headset on, no nothing, just sit there with the pole, pull my hat down over my eyes and, you know, just sit and enjoy the, the outdoors, no electronics, no nothing, because sometimes that's just, you know, gets you away from it for a couple hours, and that's what I try to do. I really try to do that um, when I go out do any outdoor stuff, because I really like doing outdoors and stuff, so that's something to do, and like I said, fishing is really one of my favorite things. Like I said, I like the fields, the streams, all that, all that stuff, so much fun. And, uh, and I really do uh, enjoy it. And there's a lot of good, especially since we live up here in the mountains, there's a lot of that stuff. So, like I said, I do a lot of fresh water. I don't really do a lot of salt water. Uh, if you really want something about salt water, we, 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 I probably could see. If any of you know a lot about salt water and you're listening, hit me up on my Twitter, kb 3 yoa um, We maybe can have you on the show as a guest to talk about saltwater fishing. Like I said, I don't know a lot about it. Uh, I will say, um, and to be honest with you folks, um, I have... You know, a lot of people talking about I, I thought about for years getting a boat i never have um you know i we had a boat for i did have a small fishing boat for a while and i enjoyed it but you know to be honest with you folks uh some of my best times fishing are just off land relaxing you know i and i've gone on boats and i do like going on boats but then it, it be, you know for me folks when i go fishing you know, I don't. I I mean, I can plan a day to go fishing, but a lot of times I'll just, you know, it may be an early night. I get done with work early, grab the pole, grab just a quick thing of chicken livers I have in the fridge or whatever. Uh, or, or just quickly run down to the, around here, we live in the mountains, so you can get bait anywhere, by the way. Uh, we're fortunate in that case. And I'll just run to a place, grab like a $5 thing of worms, small little thing of worms, and, and go out there for an hour or two. And, and I've had some of my best catches and some of my best times fishing just doing that i had a buddy of mine recently uh the summer said you want to go out and you know he had talked about you know, his boat was being repaired maybe we'll wait i said no let's go and we had a great time uh just sitting off the land just fishing um you know i mean it's a lot of fun going on the boat it's relaxing i agree with you on that if you have a boat my god use it uh you catch you do sometimes catch better stuff off the boat i will say that a lot of times if you take the boat and you go out a little bit um you don't have to wait for things to come into shore you can uh you know fish the shallows. And sometimes you will do a little better. I will say that uh, I have actually seen people fishing in canoes and, and stuff of like that that have done really, really well because they're, they're far enough out that they're not deep, but they're far enough out that they are not deep but they are far enough out that they do have to wait for things to come inland. So, I mean, you can do that. But again, it's, you know, but like I said, I've had some of my best memories uh, fishing and I've got some of my best catch um, just, you know, being in the little stream that we have down the street from us. Um, my wife and i are home i fished there a couple times since we moved there about two three years ago and just you know going out on the lake uh you know fishing off the little quiet corner a cove or whatever i found um you know i've had a lot of good times with that and uh you know you don't necessarily like everybody says well i want to fish but i need a fishing boat and no you don't just get out there and just start fishing and, and believe it or not folks when the end of the world comes you may you you may be fishing off land because you may not have the boat or you may or you may not be be able to row out or whatever uh, one thing I will say, though, you have to be careful, though, folks. And I will say this, and I didn't know this um, recently. But uh, you want to be careful, especially if you are going out fishing. Uh, you want to make sure you check the the catch limits. Uh, there are catch certain lakes, not all of them, certain lakes, certain streams, uh, certain states do have catch limits. Where you can only catch, um, you know, so much. So that's just... Um, something also to in certain states down here in pa you need a bass i think you need a i think it's a bass stamp or a trout stamp uh depending on the season so that's something to think about uh also too you want to make sure you be careful too folks with uh not only the lights and all but you want to be careful too because there are some lakes where europe where are only catch and release you're not allowed to keep uh some are catch and release because that's the way they do it uh for sports which is great by the way folks um but the other thing folks you have to be careful of too and i did not know this either Uh, Some places have catch-and-release rules because the lakes are polluted and they don't want people eating the fish They're afraid they're gonna get sick. So just make sure to do your research before you go out Um, You know the end of the world comes I get it you may not be able to but if you're just going out to fish this weekend I don't think the world's gonna end between now and and this weekend Um, You know just be careful Uh, make sure you know that if you're gonna take something home make sure you're allowed to and make sure that you're with the limits Up, uh, i know myself the one lake that we used to go to uh i never actually ate anything out of there because we were doing just catch and release just for fun uh but i remember saying to a friend of mine i said i wonder why, why you know i wonder what happened why this you know you know, you know, I mean, most people take one or two fish out of here um, come to find out that the lake was so badly polluted from years and years that um, you're only allowed to eat one meal a year out of there. You can catch fish, but you as a person could only eat one meal a year out of there because of the pollution. So um, you want to be make sure you're very ca- safe with that kind of stuff. Um, you know, just double check, make sure you do your research. Uh, you know, if you be getting sick um, from wild catch. Uh, you know, so it's the last of two folks. Uh, two of those folks too, want to point out too um a couple other things too the fishing uh if you actually if you have ever went to a place that stocks fish um versus those that have wild fish you can actually taste the difference um farm grown fish you know people that raise fish and then sell them uh to restock the lake you can actually taste the difference uh between the two so just something to you know. if you ever say this you know if you ever obviously if you ever go to a place and have fish and catch wild fish um, you'll actually taste the difference uh, if you go on a fishing trip or anything like that, uh, where they, you know, they purposely, you know, stock the, the thing all the time so everybody catches everything. Um, you'll you actually taste the difference between that and catching it like through a stream or something like that. Uh, there actually is a taste difference. Um, something else, just to just you know, it doesn't taste right. Don't eat it is what I always tell people. But um, in this case, you maybe won't taste bad, but you'll take you can taste the difference um, between the farm-grown fish and the wild fish that you catch. So uh, a lot of stuff on fishing today, folks. I know we. I know we talked a lot, a lot of stuff today on fishing. Um, I know the audio has been uh, having, having a little, little, bit of an issue here with my, uh, my audio. I don't know why, but I am. So, folks, but uh, I want, like I said, that's some stuff on fishing. If you want to talk more about fishing, let me know. I'm on my Twitter kb3yua, and obviously you catch all of our old shows at old, old sh- shows, not shoals, shows uh, at survivalinfo.org. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. And we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you very much.